living the authentic life. We are here with two very good friends, mm -hmm. Lisa Holland Nelson and Steve Winter, and we have fallen in love with their journey on our website. And can anyone believe that love and happiness goes together with a website? So many people. We, Rob, do we? This is a tough one here. I'm trying to follow this. But I have had the worst experiences websites for the 18 years we've been together because Danae's like, we got to get on the web. We got to do this. We got to do this. And we give people money and I'd build this great platform and it was a POS and it never worked. It never worked. Not it never worked. Not point of sale. Not point of sale. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Just clarify. So I'm, I'm, I wake up every morning and I'm thankful because it works. And people actually say, I saw your website. I was able to follow you and we're able to get business from it and monetize it versus I had this empty hole in the backyard. I just kept throwing not $50 bills, $100 bills, $1,000 bills, and it just never okay. seemed to work. But well, he's our poster child. I just want to hey. thank you very much. <laughs> and this was unsolicited. Negativity I'm, I'm happy. For months. I mean, I don't think we could even get you to the table. You finally came oh, over no. one day, and then we're absorbed by Steve. Kicking, yes. no, we came in kicking, kicking and, and screaming. screaming the whole time. Yeah. I was like, uh -huh. oh, I don't so believe this, in this. The one thing we know is this man is living the authentic life. <laughs> Everything he knows in his head, he says out loud. But we're going to talk about how you guys lived it your authentic okay. life because everything you do is about community and connection and purpose and it shows in everything you do specifically we love working with you guys on this new um new for me but avda yeah. helping victims of trafficking domestic abuse domestic yeah. abuse so yeah. we're going to introduce you first and then we're going to dive into fun things and challenging things and how you help people with their problems in their business because you certainly have helped us so rob stalked steve and now i think he has a brand <laughs> oh i i did all kinds of stalking but but all right so steve winter is the um ceo of astounds and he used to um run a company called ergos which was a technology company right. similar field also had a radio show at a time Graduated from UT, even though my wife's an Aggie. Um, got an MBA here in Houston, so he's a couple great kids. I mean, you've done a lot of wonderful, wonderful things, and I guess Houston is your home. Houston is my home now, absolutely. Been here since 85. Yeah. So pretty much uh, married someone who's born and raised here. So Paula. That, Paula. So mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're, we're pretty entrenched here at this point, to say yeah, the it's, least. Um, I moved here in the early 2000s, and thought I'd just visit for a few years because my father lived here and I lived here as a child and now it's home I wouldn't move anywhere I mean it's yeah. it's home to me I love I love Texas absolutely love Houston me too and then your other so you, Paula is your wife but Lisa is absolutely <laughs> my work your wife. work wife yeah. Yeah. yes <laughs> and this woman is so renowned uh I've met you through you. I don't know how many charity events where I would see you there and you knew everyone in the room and you lit light up a room with your energy Thank and you. your grace and mm. your style and I think my favorite title for you is grandmother because you just adore <laughs> your grandkids so I much do, I do. but you've done so much for women in the community and I think that that's and throughout the country and you've always worked for women you women in business mm -hmm. been involved in different platforms and today we're going to dive into so many of those things march of dimes um which we talked about on our prior mm -hmm. podcast and um different things but uh 
connection is what you guys do best. Mm -hmm. So tell us how you became partners together. <laughs> <laughs> through, through, you know, just networking. We've known each other probably, I don't know if it was through HTC originally, maybe, or like not. 14 or 15 years. Oh, it's at least, yeah. well, it's been probably more than that. We, yeah. we met a long time ago. Um, I believe in knowing my competitors and friends and complimentary people and all mm -hmm. that, and we all got to know each other. It's completely different business. Argos was the, I call it the plumbing side of IT. We took care of all the infrastructure and all that, mm -hmm. and we were touching five or 600 companies a month around taking care of all their IT, and I met Lisa, and they were doing the web work and all. And so then, Fast forward, you know, I, I sell Argos, I'm out doing real estate, doing other things, and I start a new IT company and didn't really want to get in the pretty business. I didn't want to get, I just really wanted to do SEO work and not have mm -hmm. to build websites, but we learned we have to build websites to be effective today. They've got to be built from the ground up to do well with SEO. And so what did I do but went and talked to someone who was in the pretty business. I'm happy to be the pretty partner here. <laughs> and it just worked out that my my partner at Content Active and I were just ready to go in different directions in the business. I absolutely love the consumer-facing website, working with the clients, marketing, growing their businesses. And that's what Steve really needed. And we met for lunch, and I'll never forget this. He pulls his laptop out at lunch and shows me this really terrible website for Astounds. However, the product was incredible and what he was doing. And I, I remember leaving, like we stood up to leave and I thought, God, I wanna do that. And he, we made a date for him to come over yeah. and meet with us and by the time we got to the car, I said, you know, we're considering separating the company. What do you think? And he said, keep me engaged. And we just kept talking yeah. and we kept talking and it all worked out that by March 1st, this was in August, by March 1st of 2017, we merged Content Active into Astounds. So it was a pretty crazy first month. I mean, we brought over like 160 websites or whatever and crashed like while he was on the golf course. I wasn't on the golf course. No, I night. was sleeping. I was sleeping <laughs> in Austin going to play golf that morning. And I wake up to uh, that, you know, we've got uh, Screaming all, you know, servers. Yeah, servers down mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and we knew we needed to get them off some old infrastructure. We just weren't planning on doing it in you know Nine days. in ten days versus two or three months. Yeah. But we had to just come in and do it, and unfortunately, weren't able to communicate as well as we wanted to with our clients. But you know, through all of it, and I think they realized our intent was in the right place to get them moved and get them where they needed to be immediately. And then they all saw, you know, results immediately too. So it really helped, uh, but but forced us to make a big transition very quickly. But I think that's the trick, like of any. Whenever we interview people that are successful, and I consider you guys successful because you're balanced in family and in community mm -hmm. and financial success, you go through pain. And I think that was the hard part for us is mm -hmm. it's like you you got us and we were so like it, our past website companies had cheated on <laughs> us. So we're just like, what are you doing and when is it going to happen? Because it takes time. And then what yeah. I also say to people is it's a journey. It's never a destination. You don't land there and have a website done and check that box. Mm -mm. It's just like your business. Yeah. And I mean, COVID, goodness. Oh. I mean, talk about pivot. Right. Uh, but I'm you so glad we got it done before. Absolutely. I mean, seriously. Yeah. It helped you... us make it through because yes. um, March, we're on spring break, and then all of a sudden, we're not allowed to come home. 
you know, they, they shut the whole place down. And Janae's yeah. like, what are we going to do for revenue? And that's when we uh, we had our website going. And then we tweaked it more with new mm -hmm. SEO, mm -hmm. new words. You guys threw out, we wanted antique wedding rings a few weeks ago. <laughs> and Eugene looks at me and goes, that's the eighth person today that's asked for an antique wedding ring. He goes, what happened? I said, No, he thought it was a new trend in design. <laughs> he goes, is there a new trend yeah. for antique wedding rings? And we were like, yes, it's called Astounds SEO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. But it was Good. pretty shocking. He's like, he's like, where's that one tray we have stashed? Yeah. So we pulled out an old tray and I said, the, the old rings we'd had put away because it just wasn't popular uh -huh. recently. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're all knocking on our doors. So it does work. And believe me, I was the worst skeptic. I kicked, screamed, just, it just, it's not my field. I buy and sell in people yeah. face to face. And I had to learn the new way because I'm, you know, we're far enough away. We're distancing. We're all using our lotions. We're all washing and worrying about our health. And everyone's getting their temperatures taken because the world changed so much. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, got sick and a lot of people got better, but yeah. some didn't. But y'all been a great client too. I mean, you know, yes, you were kicking and screaming <laughs> coming in and all that, but, but, you know, we, hopefully we were able to keep it calm with y'all and, and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, see it, but, but all the work you all have done on Facebook and, and, and mm -hmm. these podcasts and all the different things that you do also help out. And we love clients being engaged. If the client just sits back and, and goes, well, why am I not getting any business? Or what? It's because you're not doing anything. You you also have to be engaged and all. And we have to know that antique wedding rings is now something or that we want to go after it or whatever. And, and things pivot and change all the time, especially in the IT world. And y'all, that's where y'all been a lot of fun to, to work with too, because y'all are doing a lot of neat stuff and all. And y'all have done a lot. And then, you know, the one thing too, you know, the, the fact that you all buy a lot of stuff. Y'all don't just sell, but you buy a lot. And the old site didn't even talk about buying stuff. Well, and that know? was just a no-brainer when you guys saw it, but we never even thought of that. And then now you've helped us evolve to because it's COVID, mm -hmm. uh, it's buy, sell, and connect. Because now we want to be there for people, not yeah. just from a sales standpoint, but, but from an education and Rob is quite entertaining. If people want to listen to him, he's oh, yes. the guy who's the husband at the dinner table. The wife is kicking because he's saying the inappropriate thing. But um, I think it's like I make this comparison like working out is you go to a trainer and you say, I want to be fit. It's like you've got to eat right. You yeah. need to sleep. You need to take care of your body. It's mm -hmm. not just a one. I'm taking that one. That's great. That's perfect. It, it's it's a great yeah. analogy. the best example. It's like yeah. you can't just do one thing. No. And everything in life has layers. So let's talk about the COVID pivot. What have you guys done differently with your clients? Well, I think we've tried to communicate. The one thing that I think that we've always felt strongly about was transparency and again mm -hmm. we'll talk about this later no surprises so I think one of the things that we've done that's been successful for us honestly is reaching out with our newsletter and being personal mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like we spent like six newsletters in a row being personal talking about what was the new normal and our response was just extraordinary so I think that's part of it I think that we I think astounds one of the greatest things we do is that we are very process driven. Mm -hmm. We joke and say that Steve Winter has a standard operating procedure for going to the restroom. Oh, I yeah. Mean, every, that Asana you know is that. about to take us under. We're like, how do you sign on to Asana? Everything we do. Actually, he rewards our team members for, for putting up a new standard operating procedure. So everything is consistent, which made it pretty easy for our team to go work at home so we went off right away i mean you yeah. talk about 
Yeah, we, we were. Did. I mean, we yeah, we were we were immediately built yeah. to work, Remote. you know, remotely and everything else. So it was a everything was seamless for us. I mean, you know, if you call our office, it always rings our desk phone and our cell phone. Uh, you know, with everything we do, we already had Zoom and all those things set up, obviously, and, and we, we live in a web world. So yeah. it was perfect for us. But, you know, the, the, the pivot we've seen is really with our clients, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, so many of them now have realized that not only do they need a website, but they also, many of them need to be able to do commerce over the web. E-commerce. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you do have to have a point of sale system out there. And, and the ones that, that had... You know, some of them would put a little bit of inventory. Now they're getting a lot more inventory out there. They are giving away where people giving giving people an opportunity to literally buy through their website, and yeah. you know where people hadn't really wanted to do that, and they thought it was more high touch. Is you know as we've all learned in this world, high touch is now digitally happening. Um, yeah. It's just not face to face anymore. Yeah, I mean, I kept running around saying that if you couldn't be found in this little your phone in your hand, you were like dead meat, which is a horrible thing to say, but like, how are you going to continue to do business? And it seemed that the world was realizing that, obviously, at the same time. The other thing I think is really important and, and has to do with you guys was that the, the e-commerce product we put together with you is really powerful. I mean, it's really great. And we worked with a lot of different people who were using I'll just use the word Shopify and not getting the results that we have been able to deliver. And it's we're not just we're not using it so much as other retailers. We've got pipe companies and yeah, you know everything. all kinds of companies using that engine that we've created. So mm-hmm. that's really been great for us. Yeah. The, the and I want to say too product. that um, we struggle because after COVID, our the amount of revenue that we're doing in a year changed. The amount of employees we have. Where it was lowered. I think everyone's rethinking how they mm-hmm. run their business mm-hmm. to be profitable. And so we didn't have the employees to post as much, but we still found ways mm-hmm. to connect and communicate. And we can sell through our Instagram feed and through our Facebook, uh, Facebook yeah. and all of that and get people to contact us. So it doesn't mean, and that's what we were always hesitant about. Okay, so we're going to invest in this website, but then we're going to have to have four employees taking pictures, posting, answering calls, and you created a way that you it could work with our business. And I think mm-hmm. that's also <clears throat> like that customization, and it goes back to connection, um, from the research I've done, I believe that connection is seeing and hearing someone where they are without judgment. So you, we could say, hey, we can't afford to hire more people or we can't justify that expense right now, whatever it is, this is where we are. And you heard us and you saw it and you found an answer to it. And that's where the commitment comes in. Well, the other thing is too, and, and with Google, you know, they, they came out with an algorithm update uh, called YMYL. Uh-huh. about a year and a half ago called Your Money, Your Life. And what they really wanted to see in websites was expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness, okay? For you all, authentic, right? Uh-huh. And, and But that's what we did. And on the homepage, you all are on the homepage. That's who people are doing business uh-huh. with. And they want to know that they can trust who they're doing business with. And so that's the other thing. We wanted to have you all front and center out there because people, you know, to go spend $10,000 or $20,000 on a watch or a handbag or whatever, they want to know it's real and it's authentic, right? And all that. And, and the way they've got to do that is through trust. 
through trust, and mm-hmm. they see that through the through your reviews. They see that through all of your, you know, how personal you all are. Same thing. Why you all are successful, right? You all are authentic and, and and put good product out there and stand behind what you do. And we had to get that message on the website also. And my favorite thing that you did during COVID was that email that you sent. That Lisa, you made it personal, and you said, "I'm here for you. I know this is hard. I've been through hard things before." I don't know what your struggle is, but call me and I'll talk to you about it. And I thought that was like, I didn't have anything to call you, but it just, it made me like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Like everybody's there and everyone's doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think you guys also do it through charity. So let's transition into that. Let's talk about the charities and what you do for the community, because that's another reason people can trust you is that you've been showing up in the community for so many years. So I'm going to start with when I started in the business in 2003, Uh I really had no money. I mean, I came to Houston after a terrible financial reversal, and I ended up getting in the website business, and I... The only thing I could do for people was favors. And I kind of got recruited into the Heart Guild. Mm -hmm. And I started meeting people, meeting wives whose husbands could be my customers eventually if I was nice or did a favor. And my dad always taught me that if you do something nice for someone, it will come back. So I really built my network in the community because what else was I going to do? And I did some crazy things and we're not going to go into that (laughs) between like, but my favorite one is actually being at um, the registration desk at the heart ball and standing up to greet the CEO of shell because he was the honoree and he ended up taking me into the VIP reception and sitting, letting me sit with him, the whole thing. So that was sort of my start. But that being said, as we built our business, the original business, 50% of our clients were nonprofits, which helped me stay engaged in what I loved the most. I could be in the community. I was building my business. I was supporting my family. I was doing all of that kind of stuff. Well, guess who's worse than I am? <laughs> so, I mean, if you know, I'll let him take it away with what he always says. No, but yeah. <laughs> There, there is no one bigger than her and what she no. does, and you know, incredible. But yeah, yeah, we always joke about, you know, I've got the Catholic community and Little mm-hmm. League covered. She's got the Jewish community <laughs> yes. and the nonprofits covered. And uh, but between, but our networks are, it is amazing. You know, we do obviously have some overlap, but there's so much that we don't. And and she's as networked as anyone in the in the world. And then you know, as I joke, my wife grew up here in the Catholic mafia. You know, in yes, Houston and, yes. Uh, and I'm familiar stuff. with so, that. Yeah, yeah. It might resemble yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, and she grew up and went to St. Agnes and all, uh-huh. and then and just through UT and and other things. And and I say in life, you get out of what you put into it, right? And so been president of the Texas Exes. Now I'm president of ABDA, which is Aid to Victims of Domestic Abuse. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great relationships that you build out of these things mm-hmm. and great networks. And, and it just makes it a lot of fun. And, you know, as I've said, in, this, in Houston, Texas, if you do a good job at what you do, there's more business than anyone can handle in this town. And I found that the more you give, the more you receive. If, if yeah. you're giving with your heart to these charity uh, <clears throat> events and, and functions, those people see that you're willing and that that's that you're in it for for to help mm-hmm. yeah. they're willing to help you that's how you get clients that's how we get clients that's how we built our business by being good people it, it's it's funny how that yeah. works it's yeah. it's it's nice one of my favorite books is called the go-giver it's a very okay. quick read and it's a really really good book and it talks about yes 
giving, you know, the more you give, the more you receive. I'm grateful that he's a giver. It's really been great for me. And he had to live with my PTSD for a little bit of, you know, I kept waiting for him to like shut everything down and he just didn't. He just didn't. But I actually, I think probably I watch him more than he watches me now with the giveaways. (laughs) And you have a podcast also. I do. Women Mean Business. It's kind of been erratic for the last year and a half. I mean, COVID certainly stepped on it. We were taking uh, the fall off because I'm part of um, Gal Media, which is ESPN Sports Radio and and I think Sports Map Radio now. And so football season was going to cut off our access so we weren't going to do fall and then COVID happened so it's really it's it's almost fantasy right now I'm waiting to restart it and it's going to be very interesting because of course Astounds is a sponsor but Gal Media has been great and we'll be part of She Space okay. which I'm oh, so excited yay. about hopefully we're going to podcast from Stephanie there once Sewers? we start that's Stephanie Suru's new mm-hmm. and I forgot to even say guys look at that website I'm we're so proud of it shespacehtx.com it's extraordinary and it's mm-hmm. opening in November so I think I'm doing my first new women mean business next week and it's about extraordinary women doing extraordinary things. And you don't have to be working, but you have to have done something extraordinary. And, and in most cases, these women have been through some kind of fire. And, uh, and, and whatever it was caused them to create something really extraordinary. And so I started like eight or nine years ago as part of the Business Makers and Houston Business Journal. I had like 60,000 downloads of it, you know, over five years or what, which just ridiculously wow. extraordinary, you know, amazing. And now we'll um, see what happens. You know, I don't know if I have your kind of energy to develop it again. Luckily, I have partners, you know, to, to help. We, but. we do not underestimate women in our household. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, I like to say the original CEO's name was Mom. I will say that. I mean, yes. if, if, if mom you think wasn't here, it. we wouldn't all be here. So no. that's right. But I, I love what you said about Houston because I do feel like it's different. It's not about who your family is or what your heritage is. If you show up and you try hard, you get a chance. And mm-hmm. what I loved last night was Rob and Bella were in the kitchen when we were talking about women of distinction, and Beth Wolf came on. And I said, Bella, this woman changed so much of the path of women in Houston Mm -hmm. by starting her own real estate company Mm -hmm. as a woman. She was telling me that she was able to get a credit card for the first time Uh on her own being a single woman. Mm -hmm. So I think it's amazing that we have the opportunity to meet these different people and learn from them. And I think that that's the hard part of social media now. We just watch, I don't know if you guys have seen The Social Dilemma, but that I want to watch. I have not, but oh, I heard. Oh my gosh. Our head in the blender because these kids are so moved by the journeys of these people that aren't necessarily respectable people doing respectable Mm -hmm. things. They Mm -hmm. can get, and I certainly applaud. We have had so much success, so I'm not um, uh, shooting the mouth that, or whatever. (laughs) I'm not. But I think that there's something about the balance of it all. Um, and I one of the um, I want to go back to Abda because um, it's it's 
there's domestic abuse, for, but most of it is against women. Mm-hmm. And something that I didn't initially think about during COVID was this incredible rise in the number of people affected by domestic abuse. And it didn't even come in initially because they couldn't even really call to say it. And the kids weren't going to school, so they couldn't check up on the that's kids. That's right. And the kids would keep check up on the parents. And that whole checks the and circle. balances we had right. because we didn't have school. We right. didn't have workplaces to go to. We didn't have anything that was yeah. normal or however you want to call it. And, and ABDA, I think it's really important that people understand that what ABDA does is legal services. And until you get legally away, you are not safe. You know, Houston Area Women's Center, many of the other organizations Mm -hmm. that deal with domestic abuse are providing housing and food and the escape itself. But you must be legally separated. You must be protected legally. I'm going to let Steve talk about this a little bit Well, and that's what we, you know, we help with the protective orders, right? And and so, and we also help with counseling. And, and, And so, you know, if someone's out there and they just want someone to talk to, you know, please get hold of ABDA. And, you know, I mean, it, it's changed. AVDA. Uh, AV, yeah, AVDA. It's avda-tx.org. But if you get out there and, and look up ABDA, we, we provide counseling and legal support to help you. I mean, whether it's divorce, whether it's it's protective orders, you know, you name it kind of from A to Z and, and helping get you support and all that. Obviously, we're then connected with all of the other agencies that can help in other areas too. So all of the counseling and support is there and, you know, it's, it's there free of charge if you don't have the financial wherewithal. That's what it's there for. So it's, it's, and unfortunately, like you say, we're really busy right now. And, you know, they also were set up well. We were set up with, with good technology and all that. So we've been able to work well remotely and been able to continue serving clients as, as, you know, even better than before, really. Yeah, they've done an awesome job. And I just, just footnote here. I co-chair the their gala, Home Safe Home, which is coming up on October 14th, and it's remote. So it's going to be really fun, drive through at Minute Maid, picking up food from Patente. I mean, if you, it's not too late. And then a, there was a great auction going on and a lot of other fun things. We donated a Louis Vuitton duffel. Yay. Yeah. Thank you so Yay. much. Yeah. We donated yeah. more stuff. Oh, there we go. There you go. Thank you. It's a good cause. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But interestingly, out of the blue, I, I co-chaired this thing seven or eight years ago, and then the next year, I think, also. And I think two years after that, I kind of was the informal MC, and that's where I met Paula Winter oh. at ABDA. You there know, you there was Steve as a guest. And then, of course, we got together, and he was very involved, and then he became chair of the board. And I was never on the board, and so when he became chair, he said, Will you what? be on the board? And I said, isn't that double dipping? And he said, I don't think so. <laughs> you yeah. know? So now I'm the incoming chair. Oh, so he's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But no, we will, you know, we're going to be in there with them for a very, very long time. And yeah. I'm really proud of it. And the other thing I have to tout today. Yes. 
Is the real man wear pink? Yes, I noticed. I've he's got my got, pink he's got shirt on. Pink on. I got my pink on. Yes. Today is the kickoff for anyone who doesn't know. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is the whole month of October. And one of the biggest campaigns is Real Men Wear Pink of Houston. And we've got 40 gentlemen, I think, wearing something pink every single day. And each of them is committed to raising $2,500, which you could do with $1. We don't at a time. We, you know, we don't care how, but it's really fun and Facebook is blown up with it and that's been really great because again it's virtual instead of it's always been an incredible fashion show at M. Penner and quite an event and, and the whole month is going to be virtual but there's lots of contests and fun things going on and it's at Real Men Wear Pink Houston, of Houston on Facebook and um, there's a website and, and my husband Bob Bowman if you don't want to donate to him it's <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. There you go. Well, you know, we send him out in our newsletter, but maybe yeah. in two weeks we'll give Bob a tiny little. Oh, we'll God. see. We'll see. You know, he's he's got pink socks on today. I think. You know? What a cutie pie! I know. So I've been married almost eight months. I know. You're still blushing, newly. I hope so. <laughs> And you are a survivor of breast cancer. I am. I just had my fifth anniversary. Just rang the bell like five years ago in September. And um, laughingly had the biggest crowd they'd ever seen ringing the bell back when you could have people with you. But my Aww. friends all wanted to be there. Nobody really knew I had it or I was going through it because it was a very, very early stage. But I made the commitment to Methodist and to my doctors and to Baylor and the Lester and Sue Smith Breast Cancer Center that I would make a, as much noise as possible when it was over. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a very easy time of it, but I've certainly become engaged and um, through the Dan L. Duncan Cancer Center at Baylor I'm on the advisory board and of course Real Men Wear Pink and a year from now we'll be back bothering you with the new Tickled Pink Luncheon that we're going to be doing for fantastic and a real luncheon not a real luncheon at River Oaks Country Club in September I think the 8th or something okay 2021 so we'll be there I'll yes, be wearing you, pink. We know. <laughs> I wear pink. We wear pink quite often. I'm going to wear pink tomorrow for breakfast if you show up. Well, well pink is our perfect. favorite color. You know, I mean, seriously. Well, My granddaughter, Selma, only wears pink. So our, we had a Christmas tree last year, and the tree was green, but everything on it was glittery and pink. And every wrapping paper was pink and shiny. And there is no other color but pink. You know, Tell hello. Them. It's pink, we, your we have favorite. A, we have a pink Christmas tree in Bella's room. Well, I'm, <laughs> she has a pink frosted I, I Christmas relate. tree. I relate. We, it's, you know, it's quite it's cute. Our house. My so. friends all go, we have a pink Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. Bob yeah. kind of got a green tree, but that was all that was green. <laughs> Fantastic. And it's uh-huh. a great cause because breast cancer not only affects women, it does affect some oh. men also. And it's yeah. not something that's really known of either. We have one of our candidates is a breast cancer survivor. And so that and he's done really, really well. So that's yeah, it's a man. Yeah. So um, I think 3,300 men die a year of breast cancer. I mean, it's nothing like the women at 50,000 or something, but it's mm-hmm. there and and probably way harder to detect because who's getting mammograms as a man? Right. No one. And after this many years of marriage, I'm like, yeah, she doesn't She's touch my chest. She's not touching you. <laughs> <laughs> We're mom's not listening to this. going yeah. there. They're, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm in trouble again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that you said that. Did you see that kick under this yeah. table there? <laughs> you know, I'm the daughter of the guy that 
said everything other people only thought. You okay. know, like just. So. so let's transition into style. <laughs> Both of you have amazing style. Tell us about how who inspired your style. Was it your mom? Was it where you've lived in your life? Was so it, I, let's you know let. 25 years in the fashion business. I have to give that disclaimer. You have to. We haven't even <laughs> yeah. talked about that. Yeah, no. I was I kind mean, of lobbing that yeah. to you, Lisa. And years and years <laughs> before that, I was I was probably the only child model with, with anyone who's old enough to remember the the um, Sky Terrace at Sackwitz downtown. But every Saturday, they had the most famous models in Houston. Back then, it was Dallas Hill and Elsa Roseboro. And I think even Warner Roberts was one, whatever. And me, 25 years younger than them or whatever. I was four, I started at 14. Um, I got paid $3.20 every Saturday and spent 32 because back then you could say charge it and they'd charge it to your mother, you know. But so probably my mother. I was on a runway with her when I was four the first time, I think, at, at, for some charity something. And she was so chic my whole life. And she had so much stuff my whole life. She always had a mirrored dressing room. She always had incredible closets and jewelry. And when she died two years ago, we covered a king-size bed with her costume jewelry, not the real stuff, the costume wow. jewelry and the handbags and scars, but mainly costume huh. jewelry. And the coolest thing, the day after the funeral, the three granddaughters and my sister and I went over and sat there and kept going through. My that. oldest niece was hiding she was grabbing the judith lieber bags and hiding them under the covers <laughs> but mother was just a style icon i mean she really was and uh, my grandmother before her my grandmother was the most beautiful woman in houston in the 20s and 30s and 40s and and known for being that so just it was just part of my life but i never intended it to be business but my mother says i came out of the womb tap dancing and arranging flowers and I've just arranged stuff. Yeah. I just, I absolutely love it. I mean, if you let me at you, just, you know, don't ask because I will tell you what, you know, if you really ask me what I think, I'll, I, you know, I'm happy to give you. There you go, being honesty. authentic again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I spent years and like, I absolutely love, I love fashion and I love, avant-garde fashion and my favorite mm -hmm. designer in the history of the world is Yoji Yamamoto and I wore nothing but for like the 80s or what you know what I mean I, I was out there in black and billowing and all this kind of stuff but the truth is at this point I love clothes that make women feel good and look pretty and I think that's really important and right now there's not a lot you know, is it only waist up? I keep watching these things. Yes. Are we never looking again? But I, I know even <laughs> the women in our office, they're much more dressed up than, you know, they could come in T-shirts and jeans, but they really don't. I mean, our, they don't because why not? And yesterday, Tuesday, the, it was cool. And Cindy got, you know, comes in in a leopard print jacket. You know, I'm in an animal print something. You know, we're ready. You know, we want to get dressed up. You feel better. You just feel, you know, you feel better. I've always said that. Yeah. On days I feel the worst, I want to dress the yeah, best. Yeah, let's because go at play least ladies. you can get a little skip in your step. Play ladies. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think I'm so fortunate I've gotten to play ladies all of my life. Oh, play yeah. ladies. So what about yeah. your style, Steve? 
Are you a golf <laughs> shirt guy with style. a jacket? Yeah, yeah. Nah, no. no, I mean, I have fun. Yeah, of cheap. course I've got I remember some plaid pants. Oh, and a Christmas yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so no, I, I get a little ribbon every once in a while for some of my stuff I have fun with. And, uh, of course, I, you know, my wife is where a lot of it comes from. And we've had a great time, though, because... Uh, my boys are 22 and 24, so I, I know that some of my style is okay because they want to wear it. And I all love that, that. Which is amazing that they still want to wear okay. some of my stuff sometimes. But but there's a place called Lansky's in Memphis that dressed uh-huh. Elvis, and they always <laughs> have some great sport coats and stuff. And, and I bought several of them. His uh, old wedding jacket was a black paisley wedding jacket that he wore that I wear uh-huh. as a tux jacket all the time, I and I always that. get compliments on it. So Lansky's has really been a lot of fun. Uh, getting stuff, you know, because then no one else really kind of has it around Houston, so it's kind of fun that way. And and uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, a little bit of, of cowboy, uh, you know, a little bit too, mm-hmm. boots and jeans and Beautiful all that. But, boots, but I like putting on on yeah. sport coats. I don't know, you know, at the breakfast the other day, kind of had that was a my uh, lavender sports coat was from, yes. from Lansky. So fun. He's yeah. very chic. He's very chic. I he has beautiful that ties. You always Beautiful times. And Rob has not, he didn't love fashion when we met, but I think he's noticed the difference now, how people respond to him when he dresses up. And he loves it. And he's so handsome with his new he is beard. So handsome. And I don't know where the gray came <laughs> from. <laughs> I, I know, like, Adam Sandler has, the, yeah. I saw him this morning on the Today Show, and he too has, has the gray on the bottom. Everybody's telling him. But to I can say, he's it got, a, it looks like a custom shirt on. I like yeah. custom shirts too, kind of fun. To, yes. You can kind of design your own shirt a little bit. and just fun to do something a little different. So we have a really fabulous jacket that we have ordered that hasn't arrived. And we're working with a new um, clothier, Mickey Styles. I'll give him a shout out. And we photographed all of Rob's most incredible watches and we're oh. making an interior of a wow. jacket. So when he goes to he can an event, this. he can say, you want to buy a watch? Oh yes, I'll look, I'll look like the flasher in the in the in the trench yeah, coat. But yes, coolest. yeah, a good friend of ours is doing this. Hey, his daughter's getting married, and and he's got pictures of he and his daughter oh. over growing up, and that's what he's <gasps> having as a surprise so done cool. as the liner Fantastic. of his jacket. So that's that a great idea so for dads cool. out there. What it a cool is. thing to do for your yeah. daughter is to line your jacket with their photos and stuff. Uh, wow. would be pretty special. And you're a watch guy. I am mm. a watch guy too. So yeah. let's talk about watches, my, you two. Yeah, yeah my, 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 my brother was a huge watch guy too. He loved them and all that. So it's, uh, yeah, been fun. Yeah, Steve wears a bunch of fun sport Rolexes. We're not uh-huh. doing a shout out to Rolex because they're the king, they're the 800 pound gorilla <laughs> yeah. in the room. Yeah. And I'm wearing a special one today I bought that um, has a red dial that just came wow. out. They came out with a whole new colored series wow. blue, yellow, green, red dials. Wow. And they did this in the 60s. He did that for a Stowns. Oh, the red dial. I do have a balance I owe you. <laughs> but um, for men, it's what, what we enjoy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy putting on a sports coat, mm-hmm. and I love to wear jeans if I'm wearing a sports coat, if we have to go to an event or a party or something, and I will wear boots. But our accessory is our is our watch. Mm-hmm. It's what we do, and that's oh. why every Wednesday I have my Wacky Watch Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I talk about watches. And I love the fun watches. of all of it. It's, I have, like, yeah. I am a watch, like, I love them, and I hate myself because I got addicted to my Apple mm-hmm. Watch, and I complain about it all the time. I'm considering wearing both, 
You because, can, I've worked to watch this many, many yeah, times. Yeah, because I just... And I'm not kidding. I, I, yeah. I do, and people look at me, I go, that's yeah. what I do for a living. And then they go, oh, that's okay then. Yeah, no. You could be crazy. Well, when, I really when, when, miss when, my uh, when I lost my dad years ago, you know, really the only thing I inherited from him was a Beretta over and under shotgun. And I said, you know what, I wish he had had a nice watch or, you know, mm-hmm. something that I could have had. And, right. And so I said, you know, I'm going to collect some, ni- some nice watches, uh, you know, and all that. That's why I got you into the club, so I can start working on this here a little bit. <laughs> and then the other thing is my other, the, I got Jason Maida in the club, too, because my other guy jewelry is belt buckles. Mm-hmm. You know, those and Jason's the, fantastic. We're going to interview Jason soon. Yeah. And Jason and I have been buddies forever and ever. And we do business. And he's kind of a coin nerd, too. He um, likes coins uh, and paper money. The, 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 he uh-huh. likes the, the old Texas paper money. And then he likes the coins. And there's certain coins that I help him mm-hmm. procure or sell to mm-hmm. him that he makes into um, sheriff's badges and other wow. cufflinks and other wow. accessories for the business. So we've been working together for almost two decades. Wow. wow. And then and, we have to give yeah. a shout out to our other friends, Tony Leal and Russell Molina. They just couple years ago bought the hat store and that's a texas institution and that's yeah. another way wow. are you a cowboy hat guy i'm a cowboy hat guy i got a black hat yesterday oh, there I'm you go. Yes. tomorrow i got my Perfect. first first black hat i've never yeah. been a, i've always been a silver belly because you know the black hat the boys in black hats were bad boys and i just <laughs> yeah. wanted to no, try to be a little bit well now you got you know we got this going with exactly. it so yeah you got a little bad boy look going on so <laughs> it's all good yeah so we have this amazing opportunity the rolls royce ghost has a new body style and we're doing a photo shoot with rolls royce north america and my friends at tavero jet tomorrow wow. oh, and fun. i thought it would be really cool to style with cowboy hats I agree and so with he's you. gonna wear a um, and we'll have different styles. It'll be high fashion too. But in Texas, you can wear a cowboy hat to a tux. I mean, to a black oh, tie event. Oh, people do. And, and many men wear so boots. I wear boots to tux events all the time because yeah. it's a. I'm a little taller than I am that way. And <laughs> yeah. B. I can get away with it, and they're more comfortable than tux shoes. Tux shoes are horrible. I've always worn. I've always worn boots with my tux. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So uh, authenticity. Tell us, how do you, you meet someone, you're trying to figure out authenticity, you, you want to know if you should partner with them, if you should collaborate with them, like how do you get, what's kind of your gut feelings on that, how do you figure out, like Rob wasn't so easy to get to know in the beginning, <laughs> but yet you were yeah. so generous to offer him to join your organization, it's a hard thing to know in business, yeah, but and I- personally. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things, and, and it, it's funny because uh, we laugh at We have uh, some other couple friends, and, and we're just out. My wife doesn't want to trust anyone, and it takes a long time to get in to her deal. And I will trust you up front and let you ride in, you know. And, 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 but, you know, I, I try to ask questions and, and, you know, what do you like? What do you do? And, and I think you can get a pretty good read on people pretty quickly. Uh, but I also live, I say I pay a lot more attention to what people do than what they say. And that's always something I've always lived by, you know, so I don't, you know, let me, what what are your actions and and things like that? And, and, um, because of our networks and all that, typically we, you know, we're, we're, it's an introduction through someone, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. like that too. Um, a vetting process. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, just by, not much for either one of us. I have to say we're, we're pretty open people. The one thing that I've learned over the last few years is, if someone shows you who they are, believe them. 
You know, <laughs> like just yeah. stop trying to fix them because you're not going to, and they are that. You know, um, the one thing Steve has really brought to the table, and and something that we live by, which I think makes us very authentic beyond transparency and communication and no surprises and all of that, is that we have no contracts at Astounds. We we want you working with us because you want to work with us, but we want to work with you because we want to also. Mm -hmm. We haven't yeah. fired a lot of clients, but there have been a few. Yeah. And there's a level that, that we, we, we feel like we're partners with our clients. We don't ever feel like we're looking at your next payment. That is not what we're doing at Astounds. And, and believe me, it takes training to change your head from your client, your customer is a number to um, having enough. And we kind of live a life where we have enough and our goal is to make you have enough. Mm -hmm. And so I think that makes it easier for us to work with other people and to have authenticity mm -hmm. in what we're doing. And your, your best advocate or your best advertising in, industry, in any business is a happy client. Mm -hmm. Tells one or two or three people oh, how great amazing. it is, whereas a bad one will tell a dozen. It's been amazing. And it's yeah. how we built our business completely, yeah. and yeah. how we came to you also is through people we knew that used you and, and spoke wonderfully. And because remember, I was the scaredy cat who was kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, and that, yeah. yeah, and because we enjoy what we do, and it's mm -hmm. it's it's fun. I mean, and you know, with, with, when you all sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, this is this is really working," or whatever. That that gives us fun. That's satisfaction for all of us, you know. And you know, and, and when you get in some accounts and some clients that are in really, really competitive things, you know, and they're, you know, they have a hundred dollar budget and they want to compete with Home Depot, it, you're just not going <laughs> to get there, you know. And, and so th those are things where you got to be realistic about it, also. But where, when you can collaborate and work on this stuff, it really is fun and it's exciting to see what can happen with it. You yeah. know, and, and, you know, we try to do everything as we always call it with, you know, it's called white hat SEO or whatever. You know, we're not doing anything to game the system. It's it's all legitimate. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a, as things go and, it, and this stuff does take time, but it's but it's really fun to watch it and, you know, work on it together. And well, I've we had it. a blast. Like, I think our designer is as good as anyone I've ever worked with in fashion or in technology. And um, she sits there, as you know, she doesn't say a word. She's. Mm -hmm. I don't know, think she she's five listens. feet tall. She listens. She's very quiet. Her voice is soft when she does speak. I'm always going, do you, do you have enough information? Do you have, like, you know, like the hovering mother? And then she puts out two designs that are like, just knock your socks off. It just, it, and so it's continuous. So for me, that's been so much fun. And even... I'm sort of the person that, I'm not a technophobe. I've learned so much in the three and a half years mm -hmm. I've been with Steve, like mm -hmm. more than I really learned in the first 14 by far. Um, and, and, but the one thing I know is, is our, mod, our mission, one search, one click, and with one company. I go to Google, I look on the first page. Sometimes I don't even scroll on the first page, okay? I click, I better get what I want when that website comes up. I'm not playing around looking for it there either. So that whole one search, one click mentality is the thing I guess I sort of bring to the table. Like, I feel like most people are like me. They don't have two minutes other than millennials who'll dive deep into anything. They have minutes. I don't. And so um, I think that that's the other thing that's, that's really been great for us is that we've consistently 
you know, let you find what you're looking for. And that's um, been important for us, you know, and that, that I think that goes to authenticity too, is keeping that promise. Yeah. It does. And, and like mm-hmm. I said, you know, all we're trying to do is astound you. We joke <laughs> about it, but that's truly it. I mean, we, we do want it to be a very good experience mm-hmm. and, you know, we, my analogy is just like building a house, and, and the more you can design it and get what you want in the design up front before you pour the foundation, and that's where it takes just good feedback and working with each other. And, and if you do that and have a, a good collaborative experience, it, the, the, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And don't you have a, a slogan? Which? At Astounds. We do the work so you don't have to. Or oh, oh no, yeah, no. We we <laughs> worry about your your website and SEO so you don't have to. There you go. That's there it. Go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. How'd you get him to pay so much attention? I, I need to know that. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, um, Brene Brown, who is one of my uh, favorite gurus, she says authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real. The choice to be honest the choice to let our true selves be seen. And you have shown us your true selves, and you guys are amazing, and you've been the best guest. So thank well, you. thank you. This thank is really fun. Very Thanks fun. for having us. And thank you for your business. No, no, thank you, too. And I think I'm, we're doing new stuff, too, soon. We I'm, are. I'm so excited. excited. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're, we're <laughs> on the fr- first page on most everything, and we're, we're going to give you more fun words to work with. And I'm going to stop at the doctor on the way home and get a little ice for my knee. <laughs> Only got kicked one time. There you go. Good. Perfect. So there this you was go. a good podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Well, thank, thank you guys. You. Yes. Thanks yes. for having us.